Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I am your host. My name is Rose Jimenez, and I am a Reiki Shihan. And um, I would like to thank the founders of the Seika Network for giving me this opportunity to bring to you every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. the show Violet Reiki Radio, where we speak of all things Reiki. We speak of self-improvement, spiritual improvement, and growth, um, all things mind, body, soul, medical, uh, holistic, alternative healing, well, not really alternative, complementary modality healing, and uh, everything that the founder of Reiki, Mikao Sui, would have been very much interested in if he were here today. Mikao Sui was a very passionate man and was into a lot of different things, cultures, subjects, um, all kinds of stuff as he went on his search for the meaning of life. And for those of you who don't know, Reiki is universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. Reiki understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. My guest this evening is Corby Mitleid. Corby is a certified psychic and tarot reader, among other things, many things. And she has been on the mystic's path for 40 years. Meeting challenges, always questioning, leading the examined life. As a matter of fact, she's very much like Mikao Sui. <laughs> they would have had a lot in common. Um, 
It's proved to her an essential cosmic truth. God gives all of us what we need for a life filled with miracles and joy. And as long as our hearts are open, whole, and aligned with our source energy, anything is possible. And it never hurts to bring laughter on the path with you. If she can share that blessing with you, she feels she's doing things right. Corby has investigated alternative ways of teaching, counseling, and healing since 1973. In 1994, working on past life investigations proved a catalyst for her own abilities. Without formal instruction of any kind, Corby found herself able to do hands-on healing and distance energy work. She became a liaison between discarnate entities and those of us currently in form, or in the physical, as they say. She proved to be a doorway home for souls caught in the gray spaces. Those who have died but for some reason cannot get to the light on their own and therefore haunt the living. And she found she had a talent for channeling souls and higher selves for those who need to know the hows and whys of their life challenges. So we are going to See if we have Corby on with us because it's about that time. We just have to check. And bear with me. We have a new dashboard here in the studio. So let me take a look. Again, bear with me. Corby, do I have you? Yes, ma'am, you do. Good evening and thank you for being here with us tonight. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm glad to be invited. Thank you. How are you holding up? You're up New York, right? Upstate New York? Yes, 45 minutes west of Albany in Schoharie County, or as we locals say, 32,000 people and a bunch of cows and sheep. <laughs> oh, my God. How about the snow and the ice up there? We are not as bad as my brother in Boston. He sent me a picture of his yard with seven feet of snow. They have a Weimaraner. I suggested that they get a helium balloon and a very long ribbon and tie it to the dog's tail so you could see the dog when it went out with the drift. <laughs> but, no, we've got maybe a foot, foot and a half, you know, tropics. Yeah. Not a big deal. No, not 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 big. We're doing okay here on Long Island, too. It hasn't been as bad as they had been predicting and saying, and you know, but still it's it's just icky right now. But uh, Got it. We'll, we'll, we'll all get through it. Um, so I'm very interested in everything you do. It's amazing. And like I said, you know, Mikhail Sui, the founder of Reiki, would have loved you and embraced you because it seems you're kind of like on the same path he was. <laughs> and uh, where do we start, Corby? Where do you want to start? Oh, God. Um, well, you've, you've done the 30-second spiel that I usually do um, at uh, <laughs> on the road. Um Allie Cheslick and Sharita Starr, you've had them, my dear friends. Allie has nicknamed me the Travel Channel. I explained to her I think somebody else has that title on on network. But um, I am literally on the road 45 weekends a year. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be in Syracuse, New York this weekend. I was just going to say, you're going to be at the 8th Annual Syracuse Psychic Festival, right? The 21st and 22nd? That's, that's right. Uh, that's in Liverpool, actually, which is um, you know shoulder to shoulder with Syracuse, and it runs Saturday and Sunday. And I'm also actually going to be teaching tomorrow night in Canastota, which is two exits down. I'm teaching a course that I love called Deck a Dance 
The idea being, if you pick up any non-tarot-based deck, that's things like series Oracle, um, <clears throat> the Angel decks, anything like that, you can read it immediately. I don't care how little training you've had. And having people realize, yes, they can read, is utter bliss to me because I keep telling people, you can do what we do. We're not special. Pick right, up right. a deck. So, right. yeah, um, I get to have fun all weekend this weekend. I love it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I have a show on Friday afternoons at noon called Readings with Rose, and I do it with the John Holland um, deck. Uh, what is it? The Psychic Tarot. Tarot, tarot yep. of the Heart. No, Tarot of the Heart, right? Oh, the new one. And yes. Yeah, and what I do is I have to translate because a lot of people, the minute the word relationship comes out of my mouth, and they think, oh, love, romance, relationship. And it is the tarot of the heart, but I will translate it when I'm when I'm one-on-one with somebody, and their question is not about romance and love to, you know, the situation or whatever, because I'll say to people, when I say relationship, it could be you and your parents, you and your children, you and your friends. Yeah. Don't just think relationship equals love, romance. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's how I explain it when um, the cups suit comes up in tarot. I say, relationship is anything that goes human heart to human heart. Family, friends, work, community, not just lovers. And they get that. Exactly. Yeah. I think people, I, I find this all the time. People are so focused in, when am I going to meet the person, he, she, or whatever, who's going to give me the love I so desperately crave? And I keep saying, the love has to come from you first. It's all within you. When you get to that point where you unconditionally love yourself and you're happy with yourself, then go out. And it, it's really not a case of giving, receiving. It's a case of sharing. True. So it's like, I think we have, to, we have to, you know, get a lot of people on the sharing board because they, they just don't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I usually but call that the where the hell is he question. Oh, yeah. Where the hell is he? And then the dreaded, but when? When? Now, you see, let let me give you what I do, because you and I, again, we're on the same wavelength. This is a Uh case where I read with two different decks. First thing I pull out for everybody, John Gray, who did Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, did the Joy of Relationship deck. So I say, okay, I'm going to pull the four and four. The first four cards I pull are what you, oh client, need to bring to the table in order to make things work. The second four, honey, if the dude doesn't have them, it's a non-starter. Why are you wasting your time? And okay. nine times out of ten, those are things that they have been wrestling with. Then I say, okay, month by month for three years, and I'll tell you when I see possibilities, because remember, we all have more than one person. Otherwise, nobody would get divorced. Right. And that way I kind of pull them out of the idea that, you know, I have to meet someone. I was told his name starts with a G. His parents are from Switzerland. He's a lawyer, blonde hair, and a limp. I mean, maybe that's true, but there could be this Brooklyn performance artist who's got an Italian background with dark curly hair who could take you on the same life path you need to go. But because I said you will meet the blonde, you're going to ignore the Italian. I just short-circuited your free will. Don't do that. Right. Right. Years ago, I had a friend of mine, also like a dear friend of mine, she said, this is after my divorce, she's like, you're going to meet a guy that looks like this, 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 this. Okay, fine. So three months later, I go to a party, and I meet a guy that looked like this, 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 and I could not stand him. 
So I got back mm-hmm. home and I called her and I said, oh, please tell me that this guy is not the one you saw. And she said, I didn't tell you you were going to meet him right away. <laughs> yes. And thank God, like four or five years later, I met the guy who was this, 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 and, and he was the one. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Timing. <laughs> but, um, God, it's amazing. So let's see. What else? You know what? I, I was listening to another interview of yours that I was fascinated with. The reading you do, the soul plan session. Yes. That is amazing. It's that was just long. like. <laughs> um Yeah. <clears throat> All right, the soul plan reading is based on the work that I did with Robert Schwartz in his breakthrough series, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. Along with Stacey Wells, I'm one of the only two mediums he used in both books. Everyone has certain gifts. There, my gift was detailed past lives, also being able to talk to dead people, but also channeling people's souls, their higher selves. Because remember... You know, the Violet, Corby, we're the coat. We're not the entire soul. The entire soul wouldn't fit in this body. But I have a way of channeling that oversoul, if you will, so that the client can talk to themselves. Um, I firmly believe that spirit rummages in your closet to see what's going to fit. What's my non-wiki-woo background? Well, for one thing, theater major at Brown University published author, graphic novels, a series called ElfQuest that I wrote for for 10 years. Um, And I'm a history buff. My husband and I met at a uh, flying museum called the Old Rhinebeck Aerodrome in Rhinebeck, New York. And as he's fond of saying, there was this gorgeous brunette who knew the difference between a Fokker DR-1 and an F-1 based on the wing skids, and how many are there? So you combine all of this together, and Spirit says, you're going to do really great past lives. Because I understand how a story runs. I understand dialogue. And I have an innate recognition. If someone who doesn't know history is pulling down a past life, they might say, well, I see you walking down the street and you're in a long skirt, but for some reason the hem is really tight and it's a big hat. Nah. Me, I'm going to look at that and say, okay, ostrich feather, picture a hat, hobble skirt. We're looking at 1912. And then you really get into where you were, you understand it, maybe you go back, you do some of your own research, and you find things. So that's one of the reasons I love doing past lives. If you have a soul plan reading with me, you will choose one major challenge, whether it's um, physical illness or an accident or why am I afraid of Ireland, or I've never been able to stop thinking about the guy I almost married, what's with that, why don't I get along with my parents so badly when they love all the other kids in the family, then having that challenge, I will literally go upstairs and run around in the stacks, the Akashic stacks. Now, it's important that people understand the difference between past life retrieval, which is what I do, and past life regression, which is not. Right. Regression is where the client gets in hypnosis up in the stacks and mucks about in the books. Now, it is vital, everybody listening out there, please don't ever do past life regression if you're not with a certified past life regressionist or certified hypnotherapist. This is why when I was regressed 
And I finally experienced that life as a World War I pilot that I had gotten many snippets of. I literally relived being shot in my plane, crashing and burning. We did this because I had pains down my left side that had, it was what the doctors call idiopathic. There was no reason for it. Well, when we did that regression, we realized that's where the bullet holes went in. I've never had that pain since. But if I had been there floundering myself, you don't want to relive it. You don't want to die. Literally go into that death experience like that. Right. So I had a good hypnotherapist who said, step back a little. You can observe it. You understand it. But it is not you now. So that's why you need the professionals if you're going to go in this act yourself. Right, right. And I would always encourage people, you know, folks, if you're going to do anything, always search, do your research first. Don't be so excited and and so desirous of having something done that you don't yourself do the research for the professional you are seeking. And like Corby says, I can't stress the word professional enough. And if you can go by recommendation, you know, talk to your friends or you know, ask for recommendations because you don't want to fool around with you. You're important. Love yourself enough to put yourself in that, you know, place of importance and uh, don't right. fool around. Yeah. Not at all. Amazing. But, but it is amazing what people can learn and how they can pull themselves out of difficult emotional places if they just know where it came from. Right. Right. That's why I have a friend who's a therapist, and I told her, I said, you know, 2015 is a year. I'm going to come and see you and going to have you take me under because I got issues I got to get to the bottom of. There you go. (laughs) I'm sick and tired of dodging them, you know. It's like, let's get to the bottom of this crap already. (laughs) When you uh, walk through a challenge and you can choose how you're going to react, that's empowerment completely whether it is figuring out something from a past life or doing the cancer dance in this life, whatever it is, choose, decide how you're going to deal. Yeah, at least, you know, you have the information and you know then, you know, information is knowledge. You know what you have to do and you know where you have to go. It's like, you know, going to somebody and getting the map. Yeah, so, uh, exactly. You can get to where you want it, where you're supposed to be, not necessarily where you want to be, because that's a whole other thing. You know, you got people here who are doing things, and this is what I do, and this is what I'm good at, and they figure I'm supposed to be doing this because I'm good at it, but yet there's something else going on, and it's because, well, that's really not what the universe put you here to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's a whole other thing. But um, it's, I really, it's, it's amazing. Um, you also touched on something that I found very interesting because I keep telling people, be in the moment, be in the moment. <laughs> yes. It's like, no, they're worried about what happened. They're worried about, you know, what's going to come, when it's going to come. The fine art of doing nothing. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yes. Um, that's important because we're not allowed to do nothing anymore. Um, I mean, these days you're not even allowed to take a lunch because if you do, you're a slacker. So we are constantly, constantly um, spinning our wheels. We don't have a chance to think. We don't have a chance to move ourselves 
into a place that is good for us. Okay? So the fun out of doing nothing is when you decide, screw it. I am stopping right now, and I am going to breathe in the moment. The problems I'm having, the things I'm trying to think about, put it on hold. And I'm going to invite every single person listening, if you're messing with your computer, if you're cooking, if you're do- stop it right now. And I want you to sit and just breathe. See what happens. Things slow down. In this moment, you are safe. In this moment, you are in control. Understand this? In this moment, all is well. This is the fine art of doing nothing. When you allow yourself to relax, when you allow yourself to breathe, when you cherish yourself the way you would expect anyone else to be cherished. I mean, we all take care of our dear friends, right? Right. Do you ever take care of yourself that way? Probably not. It's the same thing with um how all right, I'm going to ask you this. How good are you at saying thank you and just accepting things, Rose? Um lately a lot better than I used to be. <laughs> Took a long time to get there, yeah. Very long time okay. to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'd say over 50 years. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, people say, oh, but I should be giving a this and that. And I say, I want you to think about something. Think about the last time you gave somebody something. You planned it. You knew they'd love it. And you were so excited when they opened it and they were thrilled and they said to you, thank you, oh, my God, this is so wonderful. How did you know? You were just basking in that, weren't you? And they all go, yeah, I remember that one. I said, how can you possibly deny that wonderful feeling to somebody else? Because when we don't accept things, that's what happens. Oh, and Dawn breaks over Marblehead. They realize that accepting something graciously, honestly, and with delight is as big a gift to the giver as they're giving to you. So, oh, yeah, they don't lose sight of that totally. Mm-hmm. So that's Another the whole big point. thing is the, um, sorry, the uh, healers are the biggest um, abusers of that because people who are healers and, and do modalities that help healing, um, people who are in the service business, as I call it, are the biggest defenders because they're always going, going, helping, helping, serving, and all of this. And then mm-hmm. their own energy is depleted. They're exhausted. They don't feel, you know, like they're 100% together, but at the same time, they feel guilty if they stop serving. And lately, you know, I've been on the soapbox saying, listen, healers and service people, Take time out for yourself. It's perfectly all right. Drop the guilt and, and you know, honor yourself and take care of yourself and make sure you're 100% because how are you going to help anybody else if you're at 75%, 50 25%? Not happening. That's exactly right. When we leave time for doing nothing, 
We float in the moment without pushing ourselves in one direction or another. It leaves room for things to happen around us, people or thoughts or events coming into our view, and we may want to act on it later. It lets us understand that our worth isn't in what we do. Guys, it isn't. Our worth simply is because we're alive and we're in the moment. And when our bodies slow down, that's when we can let our mind slow down. And as the mind slows down, the body relaxes. Got it? Yep. Heal or heal thyself. Exactly. Plant your butt. Well, I have this sign that I put up every so often from time to time, and everybody who knows me knows I am deadly against multitasking. I won't do it. I don't encourage it. I'd never ask anybody else to do it. One thing at a time. And being that thing that you're doing 100% now in the present time. Don't be, Makes sense. you know, cooking pasta, talking on the phone, uh, you know, listening to what's going on. in the. No, 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 no. But now, again, I love society. that no. How good are you at saying no? Oh, I'm great at it now. <laughs> ah, get at three. Oh, I don't know I if it's like that with you. No. How many yeah. of your clients, when you say, are you good at saying no, they kind of hem and haw and fumfa? Oh, almost Well, like I'm better. Thing. I could. No. No, are you, you get that look, no? kind of like that painful look from them. At first, it's the first thing I get. They'll look at me like, oh, yeah. And, and I know what's coming. They can't. Or, you know, they just can't do it. But, yes, you can. Trust me. I've, I've done it. I've, I've gotten to the point where I can say no. I You know, I don't like it. You have that, that helper servant kind of thinking that comes in first and gives you a little kick, but go, no, I'm in control of everything, and I, from this position of control, am saying no. <laughs> what I did is I did, God bless Vistaprint. I had postcards <laughs> made up, and it's, the front says no is a fabulous idea. Yep. And on the back, I've written the tale of Sid. Because you can say to them, don't, you know, you've got to learn to say no, blah, blah, blah. You make it funny, they'll remember. So you see, Sid was Moses' second cousin, and he was leading a bunch of Israelites over on the other side of the desert. And it was hard, and it was hot, and everyone was hungry and thirsty and tired and cranky, but Sid kept them going with cheery words and the constant promise that he would see them safely to the promised land, or at least Miami. Now, suddenly they (laughs) happened on an oasis. There was one tree and one well and one bucket to reach down to the water. And Sid was the only one who knew how to winch up the bucket to bring the water to the lip of the well. So Sid turns to his flock and says, Oh, my people, I am the great and noble Sid, and I have promised that I would take care of you, so I will see that you have water so you will not die of thirst. Sid went to work, winching up bucket after bucket, but never drinking himself, because after all, I promised I'd take care of you. I'll drink when everyone else is drunk. Hey, healers, you're listening? Except that Sid dropped dead of dehydration halfway through Nobody else knew how to winch up the bucket, and so they all died of dehydration with a well right there. Now, if Sid had been smart, he would have said, Oh, my people, I am the great and noble Sid, and I will see that you have water so you will not die of thirst. But in order to take care of you, well, I need the first drink. And he would have drunk his fill and found the strength to get everyone a drink afterwards, and they all would have celebrated at the Four Seasons Tel Aviv or at least a Miami Hilton. That's why, (laughs) centuries later, the descendants of that noble but misguided man have a saying which they recite to each other when they see someone going down that martyr's path. Don't be a city it. See? Oh, my God. Now, someone's going to remember that better than, honey, you have to learn to say no. 
Humor works with readings. Humor works with counseling. There's nothing wrong with it. One of the best teachers I know is Steve Behrman, Swami Beyondananda, who just hits you upside the head with a clue brick, but you don't feel it because you're laughing too hard. Right. It's getting in that subconscious. Um, I'm going to take a little break here. Everybody who's listening, if you want to call in, the number here in studio is 347-677-0699. And I promise I'm going to get to you guys who are already here who have questions for Corby as soon as we come back from the break. We will be right back. Listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through BlogTalkRadio.com with your host, Reiki Shihan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing. Okay, and one thing I forgot to mention at the outset here, actually two things. If you would like more information on Reiki, visit my website, please, which is www.violetrosereiki.com, or you could send me an email at rose at violetrosereiki.com. If you have any Reiki questions, I'd be very happy to answer them. I am a Reiki Shihan in Usui Reiki Ryoho, Karuna Reiki, and Japanese, authentic Japanese Reiki, Komeo Reiki Kai. You can also find me on Facebook as Violet Rose Reiki. And also on Facebook, I have a page called Reiki Ward, which is where we provide distance Reiki healing for everyone throughout the globe. And it's free. It's for humans and animals. So just look up Reiki Ward. As I said, it's a page. And uh, you can post your request for healing there. Make it a post, not an email, please. And we will get to it ASAP. And Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of healing every day at a minimum. We also place your requests on our healing crystal grid for 24-7 energy work and healing. And if you all want to find Corby, you can find Corby Mitleid, my guest this evening, at firethroughspirit.com. And you can also, I believe, call her at one eight seven seven 
321-CORBY, C-O-R-B, like boy, I-E. So we are back, Corby. Are you ready to take some questions? I am. I am. Note on that phone number, a lot of people say, oh, Corby has too many letters, 2672. Those are the last four. Now, okay. let me tell people what I'm happy to do tonight. You need tarot. You need oracle cards. We'll try and do a little past life stuff. The only thing that I will not do on the radio is mediumship because when I download I directly tell you what I'm hearing, and it isn't always radio safe. So okay. <laughs> um, I want to get to the to the questions, but at the end, if we have a minute, I will tell you the story of it. Now, do we have questions? How are how are we going to play this? I don't know. This is like you know, this is like a grab bag. So we'll. <laughs> We'll go one by one, and uh, people just, I want you to be aware, it has to be brief. So make your question concise and quick, and um, we'll try that. You got Uh, it. Let's see who we have. 781, you're on the air with Corby. Yes, hello. Hi there. Hi there. My name is Bryn, B-R-Y-N, Bryn. And... uh, so I don't know if you can do this, but um, can, is it possible to get, to get a message from my guides, if that's too general? If not, I'll give you my Um We could, but I don't know that I can give you anything that is absolutely precise in like a minute and a half. Because remember that guides grow and change as we do. Angels sure. stay with us birth to death. Guides are like our teachers. We switch from kindergarten to Ph.D., um, right. Give me the the real world question you've got. If they have something to say on it, I will let you know. Okay. What, the other, what do the you other need? question. What What uh, do you need to get out of here knowing tonight? All right. Well, I feel that. Okay. This is this is my specific question. Um, I do foot reflexology and massage and energy healing and some painting, and I've for the past like long time I think I have felt that I don't take it seriously enough not serious in a negative way but serious in a kind of like I do important work and and it's something that people appreciate and, and it's almost like I, I feel either I've lost faith or or I uh, don't see the value of it but I'm trying to get to the bottom of it I'm just guessing what I'm going to do for you, if you don't mind, is I'm going to pull out uh, my own personal deck, which is um, Spirit of the Wheel. It's a First Nations, a Native American deck, and I'm going right. to give you what I call my medicine wheel, okay? Right. And there right. are five parts of this. What brings you into this incarnation? What's your passion? What are you here to teach? What's your legacy? And what is the hub of your wheel? What is it that you always must come back to in order to make things work? Now, what brought you into this incarnation in the first place is Big Wind's Moon, leadership, self-discipline, and the psychic abilities. You know that when you do that healing work, that's as psychic as anything else that people do. It's not just your five senses. And it does say you need to be a leader. All right? You need to accept the mantle on your shoulders. What you're passionate about, life lessons, victory, and courage. 
one of the things that I'm getting a sense of is when you do this work, in a sense, it's undoing past lives. You know, just as I talked about earlier, I had the pain in my chest. We did the past life um, regression. Boom, I got rid of it. You're going to be able to do this with a lot of the energy work you do. What you're going to teach is the north, white buffalo, spiritual connection and completion. You're going to be the one that helps people get in touch with those past pains, move through them. What's your legacy? Ah, it's the great star nation. Good fortune, grace, and the mystery void. You're going to wake up so many people when you have pure joy and trust that what you do is important. And the way you're going to do that, you go right back to the hub of your wheel and it's introspection, the spirit path of the West. Retreat, unity, bring it all together for yourself. You have to believe in your own joy first and then you will not help but take what you do seriously and spread it out, and people will come flocking to you. You first, then it all happens. Does this make sense? Yeah, that's great. Uh, great, great reading. That's great. <laughs> that's great. There you go, Thank my friend. You. Right. Thank you, Corby. We're going to move on. Care, Thank you, friend, for calling and your question. Thanks. All right. 856, you're on with Corby. Hi, Corby. Thanks for taking my call. This is Laura. You're welcome. 856, are you a South Jersey girl? Yes, I am in South Jersey. Grew up in Cherry Hill, exit four. Hi there. Hi. (laughs) What can I do for you? I'm looking for work, and I've been putting resumes out. I wondered if you see me making a move anywhere or staying put. I'm looking for work. Let me put on my old executive recruiter hat because I did that for years. What is it that you do for a living? I develop training for a living. All right. So, first thing we do, stick with training. Find something else that where you have um, peripheral skills or totally new. And I have I have actually been applying to jobs just like that. That you okay? Just Here's what I'm seeing because I asked those three questions. Uh, if you stick with what you know. It's the six of cups. It's the kid playing in the garden, but it will not grow as much as you think you can. Transferable skills, that's the word I was looking for, where you take that training and you do it perhaps in another industry or you start your own entrepreneurial training company, that is the nine of cups. That card is not only wishes fulfilled, however, but it's be careful what you wish for, you're going to get it. Your ability of training is good enough that you most definitely could do it as an entrepreneur. Do you have that kind of a gut in you? When I say gut, it's you know whether you're an entrepreneur or not. Can you do that, or do you still want somebody to write your own paycheck? I can do it, but I I do prefer someone to write my own paycheck. Okay. Then, and right now you're in South Jersey, but you want to know if you should move? Yeah, I've been I also have been applying to jobs in Virginia. Okay. Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, and DC. We're gonna look at all six. Jersey, okay. that's the star card, that's karma. You should be able to find something and stay in Jersey. Pennsylvania, you'd actually like it very much, but again, stay in the metropolitan area, no farther away from Philly than Bucks County. 
Um, Maryland, strength card. You could do it, but it would be tough. Delaware, very good card. It's the temperance card. It's, again, putting things together differently. Uh, Virginia, the emperor card. Yes, you could have your empire there. The only one I'd say against is D.C. So four out of six of these are major arcana. So, kiddo, the only place I'd say avoid is our nation's capital. Other than that, here's what you do. You find five or ten companies that you really like. You do not wait until you get, you see an ad. You, or you should be proactive, not reactive. You write to these companies. You write to the person you would want to be working for, not just HR. You sell them on you. You put in your CV and you say, I will be calling you next Tuesday at 4 to discuss possibilities. This makes you look like the go-getter, and if they don't have something but know somebody else who will, they can put it forward. So what I'm telling you from both my left brain and my right brain here is I'd like to see you stay in Jersey. You could move other places, but I think there is something in Jersey for you. And don't just stay in the same railroad track. Take what you know about teaching and broaden it. There is a delicious opportunity. You just have to take a couple of steps to the right. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in, Laura. We're going on to the next call because we're short on time. Uh, You can find Corey, if you like, to set up a private uh, reading at firethroughspirit.com. And uh, let's go on to the next person here. 631, you're on with Corby and Rose. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're on with Corby. Hello. No guts. Six three one. Are you got a question? I stunned them with my brilliance, kiddo. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> okay, six three one. If you have a question and you want to come back, let us know. Um, let's go to seven zero two. You're Good on evening. with Corby. Hi. How you doing? Good. Hi, How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for taking my call. What can we do for you? Uh, yes, um, I've been applying for jobs. Um, I'm currently working right now, but I want a career change. And I just want to know, when do you see that career change coming? Are you going to make the career change or you just want it to happen? we got to make our own stuff, friend. All right, looking month by month, okay, um, one of the things I'm seeing is this is a month you need to take a risk. You, it's, it's the wheel of fortune. You need to stretch. You need to go do something a little bit different than you think you can. Then in May, it's the Ace of Pentacles. That's big money being handed to you. That's a good job. And the Three of Wands, the success card, follows in June. So what you need to do right now is if you really want to switch, you got to you know, pedal to the metal, as they say. Really make that your second job. I think within four months you can get that switch done, but you're going to have to really push yourself. You can't just rely on somebody else to say, oh, here, I heard about this. Okay? Or do you know what it is that you want to switch to? Yes, I do. Okay, what is it? Uh, sales. Okay. Sales. Find the things that you believe in, find the things that you love, and then just walk in and in a sales job first. And you have to sell as you. 
you can do that. That's why I think it's going to take you about four months to really rev up and make your pre- presentation fabulous. But then he is there. And, yes, you're going to be able to switch. Okay. Not All right, bad, thank baby. you. I will. All righty. Great. Thanks so much yeah. for calling. 229, you're on the air with Corbin Rose. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My name is Melvin. Uh, I was calling to see about uh, when uh, when do you see that um, I should be getting a phone call for employment? This particular job I did a um, did a assessment on uh, at uh, at the job, and they said it was going to contact me, but they haven't yet. So, okay, when did they say they were going to contact you? When when did they speak to you last? They spoke to me last, um, it was last week, that it was going to contact me in a couple of days. And, then, okay. and I called today, but the lady I needed to speak to wasn't there. Okay. The card I get is the Two of Pentacles. And um, what I'm seeing is they're juggling a couple of candidates right now, which is why you have not heard. Um, however, um, are you absolutely squeaky clean if they want to look at references? You must be, because they're going oh, to be yes, checking. Ma'am. Okay. Yes, Fine. Good. If you're squeaky clean on references, what came up was the Ace of Rods, which is a big thumbs up card. Be patient, but don't drop the ball. If you need to call once a week, no more than that. Hi, this is to let you know I'm still interested. Polite but firm. Keep it going. Let me see right. how fast I think you're going to hear. Wait a minute. Okay. About three weeks. About three weeks. Where are you located? I'm in Georgia. All right. Well, I can't blame it on the snow with you. Um, <laughs> all yeah. right. Um, if that's the case, well, that's what? where I think you are. I think you got a good shot at it. Okay. What What did I What do I do within the next three weeks? Uh, like, for as you know, finances with my rent, utilities, because I have zero income coming in now. What you do? I mean, yeah. I mean, is I'm going to be able to, you know, muster up finances to uh, for my rent utilities so I won't, you know, have to move until I wait for this What I'm company. seeing is if there's a way to put a tap on a friend, see what you have, um, what services you can do, even if it's, it's temporary work. <clears throat> it's going uh, to be close. <clears throat> Sorry, but I think you can hold on. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Wish you all the best, sir. Miss Rose. Rose, are you there? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my all right. Phone. Good. I thought, I thought you lost me, baby. My phone Hello? lost Six oh one. Hi, you're on with Corby and Rose. Hi, hi Corby. Thanks for taking my call. Not a problem. Who am I talking to? Uh, Tara. All right, Miss Tara. What can I do for you? Um, love and relationships. <laughs> got one or want one? I got one. <laughs> I want to know: is it mutual? And should I go uh, for it? Or <laughs> do you dare give me the first name? Um, it start. Can I give you the initials? Yes, ma'am. K.M. Okay. 
card for you, a card for Dr. M, the relationship, <laughs> what you need to know, and best possible outcomes. So you right now, the temperance card, again, there's an allegory here. The angel is pouring water from cup to cup, has one foot in the water, one foot on land. It says, mm-hmm. in order to maintain your emotional mastery of this, you've got to keep one foot in where you are, one foot in where you want to go, and put it together differently than your past relationships. Here's a problem uh-huh. with Dr. M. Dr. M keeps looking at stupids that he's done before in other relationships. He needs to turn around, take his etch-a-sketch, and clear it, and realize you're a totally different woman. The relationship between the two of you, great card. It's the world card, and the world card says, if anyone says to you, you can't do that, you're to smile and say, oh, yeah, eat my dust and watch me. You've got great potential here. What you need to know, the justice card. If he has been married, make sure that everything is untied. Um, He should not be with anybody else. Make sure that this is a fair relationship. Magic words for a good relationship are 60-60. That means each partner goes a little bit more than halfway, and it's the extra 10% that locks it in the tough times. Final card is the moon card. There's a lot more you guys need to know about each other, and you have to be a little careful because there is some gossip and some jealousy about uh, from a woman around him who would much rather see her in the catbird seat than you. Pat her on the head, say thank you for sharing. You may think that if you wish, but he's mine. Got it? Got it. Makes sense? <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. That's my job. Happy to help. All right. Thanks <laughs> for calling, Sarah. Thank you so much. You're thank welcome, you, honey. Two and six, you're on with Corby and Rose. Hello. <laughs> I'm just sitting here enjoying your readings. <laughs> Gosh. Thank you for I, love, I, love, I love the speed at which she reads. I know. it's um, I, Oh, my goodness gracious. My name is Sharon. Thank you for taking my call, by the way. <laughs> you bet. What can I do for you, Miss Sharon? The same. I'm looking for employment. Do you see me landing a job soon? I've been contracting for like a year. All right. What do you, what's your, your background? What do you do? I do administrative in the financial insurance investment area. And what city do you live in? Cleveland. And I had a phone interview today, the first step. It's a great company. This, okay, if, let me do a quick can... interview read and see how that went. So, card for you, card for the person who interviewed, card for the job itself, card for the other people they're going to talk to, what you're bringing to the table, what they're not sure about, outcome. Okay? Wow. So, uh, you loved them. They, the lover's card, they like you. You would be a good choice. They are weighing a couple of other candidates, but what they felt with you is there is an understanding of exactly what they need. The job itself, uh, the chariot card, I'm going to tell you this right now. Whatever they're telling you about the job, it's actually going to be two jobs in one. And you're going to have to learn it. to drive both horses. The other people that they're interviewing, there's one uh, at Queen of Swords, there's one really sharp woman, but she may not um, uh, evince the enjoyment of the company as much, just I'm here to do the job. If you can convince them that you are a good company player, great. What they liked about you, the Nine of Rods, been there, done that, sold the franchise. Baby, you know everything that they need. What I know. Not You're right. What they're not sure about is can they afford you? Ace of Pentacles. Probable outcome? Wheel of Fortune, it's chancy, but I think you got an excellent shot, and you will definitely at least go to the next level of the interview. When will, will you see me at a job by spring or summer? That's my most important. Am I going to get a job? 
Breathe, oh, honey, I, and let I, me check. Hang oh, on. thank I know. Thank you so much. Oh, this has been a dr- long dr- process, man. Oh. April. It's a ju- April. April. You're so, oh, you are wonderful. Oh, my, you know it's it's a job looking for a job. You probably know that. <laughs> oh, baby, do I? Oh ever? yeah. <laughs> and then done and that. believe me, I I am putting every effort into it. And you said April, so that could still be that one because it takes that long with the background check and everything. You of know, of course it does. Yeah, I Thank mean, you. you know, you're not uh, bagging groceries right. at Kroger. It takes a little time to get everything shaken out. But April looks good. Thank you so much. Listen, put me on hold so I can hear the other ones because I like listening to the reading. Thank you so much for calling in, Sharon. Take care. Goodbye. 631, you're on with Corby and Rose. Oh, yes. Hi. I was on the phone before, but I couldn't hear you. Who are we talking to? Suzanne, and thanks for taking my phone call. What do you see with my love life? Okay. Got somebody or want somebody, Miss Suzanne? Well, I like somebody, but they haven't called me in two months, and now I'm going on a couple of blind dates, one Saturday night, one Sunday morning. All right. I want the initials of Saturday night and Sunday morning, and let's take a quick look at both. Oh, my God, I forgot. Embarrassing. <laughs> All right. You, fatter dude, the relationship, what you need to know, and best possible outcome. All right, for Saturday, uh, you're going to be weighing his options. I mean, you're coming into this. Uh, a little jaundice, a little like, uh, don't give me any bullshit here. Um, yeah, you're right. Okay. He looks, him, the ship's coming in, baby. He's going to seize. The two of you, however, it's back and forth. Um, he is not as emotionally mature as you are. You're right. Um, what you need to know is the world card. Don't accept him if you don't want him. He is not the only fish in the sea, as your grandmother would say. Outcome, it's the star card. Part of this is a karmic relationship that needs to be um, rejigged. It's a square peg that needs to be filed to go into a uh, round hole. So you may end up just being friends with this guy. Okay? Don't settle just because he's over the moon for you. Now let's take a look at Sun Dude. All right? Hang on. You, Mr. Sunday. That relationship, what you need to know and best possible outcome. Sunday, uh, it's the night of rods, been there, done that, sold the franchise. He's going to be very much like other people you've dated. Uh, however, two of, of cups, he is going to also be uh, delighted with you, but on a more mature emotional level. The two of you, another star card. So apparently you just told your, your guides upstairs, just let me run through this karma stuff right now and get it out of the way. What you need to know, King of Swords. Now, this is a very, very bright guy. If you can't match him brain cell for brain cell, you could look like um, Heidi Klum naked and he wouldn't care. So make sure that cerebrally you're on the, on the, the match. The Eight of Swords. You're not going to know about this guy for a while. Because he is that smart, he does keep women hanging. So, uh, Now, what about the one who has Oh, you're wonderful, Mr. Saturday. What about the one who hasn't called in two months? His name begins with an S. S for stupid? Yeah, I've known <laughs> him for three years. All right. Why didn't How he call? Years? Five of Pentacles. Again, dancing on quicksand. This man does not understand his own emotions. So he dives into work or whatever it is. You know, he may be one of the kind that says the one who dies with the most toys wins. So you may hear from him, but frankly, you can do better. 
If he hasn't called in two months, um, that would tell me you had no idea what you had, and so I'm moving on. Just well, you think things. he might because he just digs himself into work, or does he have somebody else? Or? No, it's work. It's work. He doesn't have the emotional wherewithal to really date somebody else. That's part of the problem. And on that, ladies, i got to move on to the next call. Thank you for calling. Oh, wow, you're good. Take care. Thanks for calling and listening. Are you on next week? Okay. Somebody else is on uh, next week, but if uh, uh, they want me back, I would be happy to come back. 619, you're on with Corby. Oh, we're definitely having you back, Corby. Hi there. Hello. 619, isn't that out in San Diego country? Yes, I am. Good one. righty. who am I speaking with? Danielle. All right, Miss Danielle, what can I do for you? Well, I just I've been applying for um caretaking positions. I wanted to see what the outcome of if if that's gonna be. All right. How many have you applied for? Do you uh, know? Many. I'd say many. twenty. All right. Yes. All right, default girl. I mean or is is it if I'm gonna get a job in that in that um field at all, I mean pretty much. Okay. I get the hanged man, a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. You may need to look at um, another position. When you say caretaker, are you talking people or properties? People. People. Here is what you're up against. Following is the Seven of Swords card, which is about sneaking around, lying, and taking advantage. Um, Whatever you get in the next six to eight weeks, Make sure you're bonded. Do they do they do that out there so that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that's important. And I want you to keep your eyes in the back of your head because what I'm sensing is something may go missing in your new job, and you want to be able to triple prove. No, I did not do that because I think it's going to be somebody else on staff or in the house. It will not be you, but because you're the new kid, you'll be easy to blame. Uh-huh. So, okay. Caesar's wife, baby. Absolutely, keep your nose clean. And yep. uh, stay honest. It's a good right. job. I think you're going to have it for two to three years uh, after this first bump. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you for calling, darling. Good luck. All right. 562, you're on with Corbin Rose. Hi. How are you guys? This night. Hanging in, my dear. Who are we Sorry. talking to? <laughs> Uh, my name is Renee. I was actually calling about my love life. There's somebody around me with the initials A, but I don't know if there's anything there, but if not, is there anything coming? Okay. U and A. <laughs> U, A, man. Let's see what we got. Where are you located? I'm in Miami. And you're still wearing a sweater because it's cold down there, too, I'm sure. It is cold. Oh, my God. That's so no. true. It's cold today. All right. You, you're the one who's dancing on quicksand. I like A. His card is the Knight of Pentacles. He may never uh-huh. take you to Paris or buy you two dozen roses, but he'll rub your back when it hurts, feed the cats when you're away, and make sure your car is in good repair because he wants you safe. The possibilities, the Three of Cups. It's great when it's light, but he's not ready to be serious yet. So take it slow. What you need okay. to know, um, he tends to have uh, a temper and a push. The card is the five of rods, mm-hmm. and that's the argument card. So um, make sure that you don't buy into his argument, but simply say, what do you mean? Why do you think so? I'm interested. And just let him talk. Outcome, King okay. of Pentacles. Guy, has, you know, as long as the guy is okay with money, he's good. 
but he's one of the types that thinks um, if I don't have money, then um, I'm not worth much, and so you're going to lose him to the job. Okay, mm. he's one of those guys with the most toys. He's a workaholic. Yep. Okay. But good possibilities. Oh, that's good. Okay. Thank you. Sounds good. You're welcome. Thanks for calling, sweetie. Thank you. I'm loving it. Corby, do you think we could squeeze one last call in? Do my darndest. Who do we got? I don't know. We got uh, 630. You're on the air with Corby and Rose. Hi. Uh, relationship question, me and Darren. You bet. Hold on. At least we got a name this time. I do a little more than just an initial. That's a nice change. Yeah. Okay. Now, both of you have swords. Um, you're the one that needs to make sure that he's smart enough for you and that there are no ties, but, you know, you with somebody else or him with somebody else. Because his card is the four of swords. He's a little bit trapped in old relationships and old thinking. The chariot card says you guys may be going in two different directions, maybe a little bit. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, long distancing. Again, two of uh, pentacles juggling back and forth. Three of swords is heartbreak, darling. I think you can do better. The three of swords so there's is not no relationship the between us. Pardon? So there's going to be no relationship between us. Uh, it, it there could be, but you'd hurt. Yeah, it sounds like it somebody who doesn't come with a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. he's have a lot of trouble. Okay. Yes, love. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. Thank you. I, I appreciate the honesty. Thank you. Okay. As they say, knowledge is power. Yep. <laughs> so, well, I want to thank you, Corby, for being on tonight. And I, I just, you blow me away at the rate of speed with which you read. I mean, my guides are fast, but you are like out of the park, woman. I, I tell um, people I may not be the best reader in the world. I'd never claim that, but there ain't nobody as fast as I am. No, you're amazing. My head is spinning. <laughs> We're definitely going to have Corby back on with this, and you really need to go visit her website uh, to see all the things she does and all of what she is, firethroughspirit.com. And um, I'm just so thankful that you agreed to be on tonight and that you were on uh, tonight. And next week, people, I am having Mr. Rick Bader, who is an intuitive Sounds shaman, Reiki practitioner, and audio engineer. So hopefully you'll uh, give a listen next week. And Corby, thank you so much, and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you, ma'am. It was a pleasure. I look forward to coming back. Same here. Take care, sweetheart. Everybody, all you listeners, thank you so much for listening this evening and participating in Violet Reiki Radio. Um. See you next week with Rick Bader, and I thank you all, and have a lovely, warm, safe weekend.